0: Yo, yo! Welcome back to another episode of Texas Underground. I am your host, Jay Vaz, and as always, make sure you follow us on all social media pages at the Jay Vaz Show. Remember, this show is brought to you by La Conecta. You know what I'm saying we got air fresheners, we got rolling trays, they got the Cut Energy Drink, Paquenes al Cien. You know what I'm saying? And also brought to you by GT Distribution. If you're an independent artist looking to take your music to the next level. Make sure you hit up gtdistribution.com and they will help you take you there and get your music to the masses. Shout out he to keeps GT. your cushion right. He keeps your cushion right, as you can see on camera. Got a special guest joining us today. You might know him as an actor, a personality. You've seen him pop up in some of these music videos as well. He's been on Law & Order here recently, uh, Prison Break. He's been an extra on a couple of TV shows. One sure. of them that blew my mind, and uh, we'll get into it here in a second, Um We'll talk about it after after the introduction, and you might remember him from Queen of the South. A lot of you people told me he was one of your favorite, favorite, <laughs> favorite characters on that show. You might know him as He Manis. but joining us today, JT Campos. What's up, bro?
1: What's up, brothers and sisters? Much love to all of y'all. What's up, carnal? Thank you for having hey, me. Hey,
0: appreciate you stopping by, bro. Appreciate hey, you. You
1: know what? I get phone calls from some brothers, you know, GT guards that hit me up. I was like, bro, we need you to take care of my carnal. I'm like, Done. No, I thought he was going to call me to be Sicario somewhere. C- <laughs> I'm going to be Sniper on a Roof, uh, take be, somebody out or something. Pull up on his music Look video. That. Pull up.
0: I'm pulling up, bro. Yeah. So, so I, uh, one of the things that, one of the shows, and we'll talk, we'll talk more about uh, the TV and stuff, but I just want to get this out the way before I forget. One of the, sh- well, one of the movies that you Alita were a part of. Battle on. Angel.
1: Which one? Alita Battle Angel. No. No? Okay. Uh, it was. Um, Sin City. Sin City 2, Machete, Machete Kills.
0: My See, Machete, I was like, okay. I, I don't remember seeing you, but I was like, okay. But Friday Night Lights.
1: Friday Night Lights, bro, I started off doing extra work on that. It yeah. was just an extra. You you were a player there? Uh, so on Friday Night Lights, the TV series, I was an extra. And on Friday Night Lights, the movie, well, Billy Bob Thornton and I, we kind of bonded on the movie The Alamo. Before he worked on Friday Night Lights, the movie. So um, on the Alamo, I was smoking him out. I was I was bringing him his his medicinal. Yeah. I was, I was hooking him up. No, I wasn't bringing him condoms. <laughs> this is a platinum OG. You know, it's that loud protection. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was hooking him up with some with some flour and uh, boom, he's working on Friday Night Lights. Uh, he calls me up. He's like, Hey, what are you doing, buddy? You think you're making on out to Houston? Bring me something. I said, "Yeah, I got you, bro. I'll deliver the flowers." <laughs> so uh, I was <laughs> on a flowers. flower special delivery from Austin to Houston. I get to Houston. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna be in the movie. I'm suiting you up. You're gonna be a Panther." I'm like, "Get the hell out of here, bro." <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I was an extra per se, but uh, at the request of Billy Bob Thornton, and uh, it was just because you know sometimes. Yeah. You know how the industry is. Yeah. They take care of each other. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was on Friday Night Lights. And yeah, when uh, in I the saw dome, that, I was bro, like, It was in a, Alamo Dome. Uh, before they took that sucker down. It was just amazing, bro. I mean, my dad... When my parents divorced years ago, my dad died December 3rd, 1983, here in Houston. He died in a water heater explosion. So, I know Houston. I was yeah. coming to Houston on the visitations and, and whatnot, and... uh yeah, Houston's a beautiful place. After after he passed away, I think uh, shortly thereafter, the, the water wall was erected near the Galleria. Yeah. So that's like one of my favorite places to visit every time I come to Houston. Yeah, the waterfall. I yeah, go yeah, and yeah. I meditate there and just let the water mist hit me. And Anyway, I'm getting a little personal there with yeah. why Houston means so much to me. That's basically in a nutshell yeah. why, why I fuck with Houston tough. Yeah, I'm allowed to curse. I'm sorry. You're allowed to curse. Okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It's, yeah. We, we good. We
0: good. Yeah, um, I love Houston, man. So another thing that, that I was very excited to talk about, just because like I told you, I <laughs> hardly meet any people from the industry from, from where I'm about to say you're from. Even uh-huh. though they say you were yeah. accidentally born somewhere else, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But you're actually <laughs> from the Valley.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I'm from the real Grand Valley, man. I grew yeah. up in Mission, Texas. Mission, Texas. So I would have been born in Mission, Texas. But my mom and my dad took off to uh, to uh, Winfield, Illinois. We were migrants. They were migrant workers. And uh, my dad's brother developed a tumor. And him developing that tumor and my dad being worried, grabbed my mom, boom, took that drive. Uh, yeah, and in that dri- drive, I could only imagine, you know. Yeah. I haven't asked my dad. My dad's dead, right? Yeah. Uh, and my mom won't confirm it, but I was like... You must have given my mom some stress, man. Water broke and boom, there I am, I'm born. So I always say it was an accident, even though, <laughs> even though it wasn't an accident. Man. Yeah, yeah. It been, but it should have happened in the valley. I, I, <laughs> I just should have been born in the valley, man. Yeah. that's
0: So Mission, Texas, that's dope, man. Um, Home of town Landry, bro. It's it's like sorry, I, I grew up in Mission, um, Mission in, in Sullivan City, which was I can't yeah. remember exactly, but it's like probably 15, 20 minutes away. 15,
1: 20 minutes, a little further south. Yeah.
0: There. Yeah. Uh, and I was born right across the border in Tamaulipas, so. It, you know, by default, we ended up in the valley. You know what I'm saying? There he is. Uh, you should have been born in
1: Tamaulipas. Should have been. <laughs> 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 it was a mistake. <laughs> um, Good thing you were born in, in, in the United States, bro. Made it easier no, no, to No, 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 I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't. Right. I was born in it.
0: Tamaulipas. You got the yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will not confirm or deny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been arrested since. Mm. Before my dad passed, he used to give me hell by become a citizen, become a citizen. And I'm like, yeah, I'll renew it for another 10 years. I'll worry about it in I'm 10 a years. Citizen.
1: Yeah, you kind of want to leave the this, this damn planet right now. Man, it's just yeah. getting crazy. Yeah. Changing laws, changing identities. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, <laughs> changing
0: identities, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: You're right I about that. I identify
1: as an American. Leave me alone. <laughs> if you really want me to identify as something, you're gonna like the fact. You ain't gonna you're gonna like supposed the fact. To
0: Respect that, because that's what you identify as.
1: I, I identify as an Apache helicopter. <laughs> I don't think they really want to like that, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but um, shit. Let's get let's let's get into it, man. So so. For a lot of people that might be watching and don't know, your career started as an extra. A stuntman or an extra? Which which one came first?
1: Well, I started off as an extra first. So, I was working in radio way back when. I was working at the Hano Music. And I cut a commercial for looking for extras on the set of the Animal. They needed extras. So, I cut the commercial for for my listening audience. And during the time that I was cutting that commercial and making it, I was thinking, Oh. This is history, man. The movie, The Alamo. Yeah, it's like a true story. out of, Ida, freaking go playing this. I'm gonna kill David Crockett, and I announced it boldly, man, to my audience. Like, I'm gonna be on the movie, and I'm gonna kill David Crockett. What's ahead? <laughs> I'll keep you posted. You know, I'll come on the weekends, give you an update. Did six months on the movie, The Alamo. I was just an extra. They had to teach a lot of these extras, man, how to fall, how to take a hit, how to, like, charge the Alamo. Oh, the arte de chingaso. And uh, those that, that did good and were, like, looking really, really sweet at just falling and hitting ground, some of these stunt coordinators, some of these stuntmen took some of these guys aside, took me and my cousin, my brother. They took us aside, and they were like, hey, you're doing really good. Let me teach you a little more. Yeah. So, you know, spent some time with me and some other guys. And before you know it, I got the opportunity to be uh, the B team, the B boys. They call us the B boys. And uh, we were working with a lot of the stuntmen from Hollywood. And basically, we're just charging the Alamo and, Baz dying. All right, that's great. We're going to charge you from this end. Find somebody to lay down in your spot where you just died because you're going to go do the same thing on the other side the now. <laughs> So it's like same same shit. Great, you did great. Go find somebody play dead in your spot. We're doing it from the other end. I was like, that I can appreciate because thinking about it now, fucking AI wants to change all that, man. Sad SAG's trying to say you can do this, that, and the other, and we can use AI generated, you know, extras, no more background. Uh, that's some bullshit because I come from the background world. I started off in the background before I got to be Boaz or anything. I come from the world of extras. Yeah. So if you fast forward and think about that AI, whatever it does come to that, that point, they're canceling it out. They're just canceling out opportunities for any brother or any sister out there that's just thinking about, hey, you know what? I might want to do that. And this industry is already finicky as is. Yeah. To put all that on top of it, it just, anyway.
0: You know, and it's interesting you saying this, bro, because I was having this conversation. um, I get a little personal because I don't really talk about my personal life on the podcast, but I was having this conversation with a friend, and I was telling him, hey, I'm trying to look for, you know, I'm trying to go to college and, and, you know, get into the, uh, you know, uh, cyber security type Mm -hmm. shit because I'm big on computers. He's like, nah, you got the podcast. Just handle that. And I was like... Bro, with AI coming out, it won't be long before they have a motherfucker sitting as me on the podcast and they can interview anybody virtually. Mm -hmm. And and that's it. So so now that you bring this up, it's like, it's shitty that
1: they're doing that. Because, I mean, I think about it just as a simple extra running, charging, falling down, doing my head on the Alamo. Man, to eliminate that, you eliminate all that I am right now. Everything that I learned to become in this industry, realizing the chingasos that you don't physically take as a stunt man—not not, you know—not just the physical chingasos that one does, but the chingasos of the of the hustle, you know, of the grind, of just trying to stay. All right, I'm gonna stay consistent. I'm gonna go to this audition. I'm. I'm auditioning at least. You tell yeah. yourself, I'm at least auditioning, that's work, I'm, I'm trying to get in there. The real work begins when you get the job, but man, as an actor, just getting a, a call to say, hey, they want to see you. Yeah. I never I never knew how great a feeling that shit is, man, because, you know, Stuntman, it's, it's the best feeling. Hey, JT, can you work next week? Yeah, sure.
0: It's crazy. You, you so don't that- even
1: care what you're doing? Nah, man, I'm doing stunts, right? You're going to be falling down, getting your ass beat by <laughs> I J-Lo. Say, I don't care, man. No matter. I'm ready. I go head over heels for the industry.
0: I was about to say, uh-huh. it's crazy that you find that exciting of, of getting hurt. <laughs> well, <laughs> Have you ever been hurt? In-
1: I've broken both collarbones already mm-hmm. and fractured a, a kidney. You
0: know, and that's cool. I'm like, and you're cool. <laughs> like you still, of, still enjoy my knees, it.
1: My knees are, mm-hmm. are all jacked, but man, see adrenaline. It's, uh, truly, it's just the adrenaline rush, not having all the pressures of, damn, I got to learn all these lines. I got to learn all this dialogue. I got to read the script. Uh, and And if you think you can, you can. And if you think you can't, you're also going to be right. <laughs> so I just don't think I can't. Yeah. I tried to tell myself, oh man, my, I can't do that. No, I don't, I'm not gonna tell myself that shit. I don't try to tell myself that at all. Uh, uh, I've had questions like, hey man, how do you remember your dialogue? I could never do that. Well you just told yourself you couldn't, so you already you knocked you yourself out. Yeah. You already set yourself up for the for the headache. I've never told myself I couldn't do it. I just said, damn, all right. And then I look at what they're paying me. Yeah, I can't memorize the shit out of this. Quick. Yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this. Uh, So, coming from the stunt world, I got called to be on the movie, The I mean, uh, on uh, Queen of the South from Russell Tower, your stunt coordinator, he was a Robocop, gives me a call, asked if I could do some dialogue, act, and then uh, deliver the stunt, like, yeah, no worries, I got that. 13 pages of dialogue on a scene that no one will ever see, you know, because it ended up on the cutting room floor. They changed all of season one, for whatever reason. They needed to change season one, and uh, they needed to salvage footage, or see what they were going to do with the footage and the storylines that were already created, and how they could just change the dynamic and make it what they what they what everybody saw. So um, they cut my shit, <laughs> the original stuff. Call me back, resurrected my char- character character because the first time I killed myself off. So they resurrected my character. I show up from 13 pages dialogue. I don't even have. The script, I'm like, damn, they haven't given me the script yet. I need to memorize my dialogue. So finally, Ben Loboto, the showrunner from season four and five, um, one of the original writers throughout all series, is like, hey, yeah, about the script. We didn't give you a script. Um, You got a few few lines of dialogue. You're just going to say very, very nice. And I'm like, really? You serious? He shows me the script. I'm like looking at it. I said, all right, I'm going to all this shit. So <laughs> I told myself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to el chopple this. Less is more. I'm barely going to want to talk.
2: Very, very
1: nice. All right, so he gives me his shit. I do the scene. I'm done. He pulls me aside. He says, I just want you to know we get a season two. I'm developing your character. You have no idea how amazing. I don't think you have any idea how amazing you are. I saw your work. No one will ever see it, but I saw it, I, and I see something. Uh, if we go season two, I'm, I'm writing more of Boaz. I didn't think anything of it. I was like, when the contract comes, I'll believe it. You know, contract talks. Yeah. And uh, season two came, and we all know what happened. I killed my brother. Uh. I was a little dyslexic when I read the script. I thought they were killing me off. And I was happy. <laughs> like, yes, I get to do stunts again. <laughs> Ready to die. <laughs> this thing last long. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, oh, shit. I'm killing my brother. Oh, damn. All right. Well, okay. That changes everything. Okay. We'll see what's up. So the greatest stunt I've ever had the pleasure of doing is becoming an actor. Yeah. Well, it's been the greatest stunt, man. Just yeah. like out out outshining even my own expectations.
0: From Mission Texas. That's Mission that's Texas, what I'm hyped bro. about, man. Like, cause it's cool to see people from, from, from Texas, the little towns bro. that you know you're from and you grew up at. And then see
1: somebody do stuff like this. It's like, this is Okay, so with Mission Texas and the Valley being the valley, uh, with uh with the culture being the way it is at times in the yeah. valley. Uh, season three's happened already. People have already seen season one and two. Uh, three's already out. We're waiting for a season four, season five. During season three, people watching that, and I'm going to the Valley, going back and forth. A lot of my, you know, Bayukos, bro, you make us proud. You make us proud. And I remember thinking to myself, I was going through this transition in, in, in my world on time, um, uh, Finding myself religiously and spiritually again, I'm like, I'm only a fucking negative influence. How can you be proud of what I'm doing, man? Oh, we're proud of you. Like, I know why you're proud of me. I know why. I know what the stereotype is, South Texas. I I seen it. I know what's up. What do you mean you're proud of me? Oh. You're proud of me because I actually doing the same thing, only now it's legal on TV. I was about to say in the valley, y'all don't know. In the valley, there's two things you're gonna end up being,
0: especially in that time. Either you were a dope dealer or you were up north picking fruits. <laughs> Ain't no
1: in between. <laughs> Ain't no in no between, in between bro. <laughs> <laughs> No in between. So you're making us proud, Compos. You're making us proud, J.T. Alla. All right, <laughs> all right. That's funny. I gotta play it at a different angle and when. And I used to beat myself up in the sense of like, man, I just, I got to change this one though, because I understood how they felt it. Uh, and believe you me, bro, it's in the most positive way that they were speaking. Uh, it's just from my perspective where I was at and how I was feeling. Uh, then I realized, all right, I got to change this outlook to my, for myself. Yeah. And, and show it from the way I'm feeling it and seeing it. So I started like just integrating myself more with the schools down there. It's like, you want to be bad like Boaz? You want to be that guy? You want to be bold? Be bold with your studies? Be bad with it. Learn as much as you can. Stay in school. You know, Boaz obviously had to stay in school to understand the the weight that he was pushing. Better <laughs> learn the finance that was coming in.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah! He understood the science behind the projection of that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> he understood the speed. <laughs> uh, the sudden stop it was going to make under the skull. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the pressure. Uh, there we go. It, so it I all goes science. back to mathematics yeah. and science. Yeah. Science.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why Boaz was a scientist of the swamp, bro. It's even more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. When I told people, I was like, was like you know, we're we going to have JT combos, Boaz, he managed from the show. Man, they lost it. They, they were like, man, bro, that's dope. He's one of my favorite characters. And I was like, that's dope, man. Like, you know, it, 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 it's cool to see, especially he's emphasizing. my
1: favorite
0: character. <laughs> he's my favorite. Especially <laughs> emphasizing the, the idea of coming from the valley. Yeah. Um, I saw one of your interviews with American Cholo, and you
1: mentioned you were going to get the keys to the city and the valley. Yeah, I got the key to the city in my in my valley, bro. They gave me the key to the city. I think, and I was thinking, everybody really fucked up. I <laughs> <laughs> know y'all fucked up. <laughs> I was doing so good. <laughs> like, man. They gave me the key to the city. I found out it didn't open anything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it only opened up more hearts. And uh, what a what a what an accomplishment. My mom, you know what? I didn't. I, I didn't really take that back. I'm not going to say I didn't feel it because I felt what it meant to me to receive the key to the city. But to see how my mom was affected, you know, growing up in South Texas, all her life being Mission. Like, she wept, and she was like, mijo, me, mijo, mijo. I was like, yama, stop this shit. Why are you crying, man? Yeah. I like, no, mijo, get this, get it, mijo, mijo. I know. We had it rough. And it was just nice to see the way my mom received that key. Because yeah. I told her that wasn't my key. That was the key, of you know, for, for her just being the mother that she was, putting up with me and my two brothers when my dad <laughs> passed away. Yeah. And uh, above all else, just succeeding and and surviving. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's the main thing anybody can ever do, man. And whatever the troubles and, are in life, just and survive.
0: I think that's one thing people don't don't get, man, because cause you know, I haven't accomplished a lot in my eyes, but then you get people that you grew up with that I'm proud of you and all that stuff. And then when stuff happened, I'm more happy to see again my mom's reaction, my dad's reaction when yeah. he was alive. You know, the fact that my nephews get excited and look up to me. Like, to me, that means more than what's really happening to me.
1: Yeah, you it's like, do I'm... one interview, bro, on your podcast. on uh, Like, the people that you're bringing on, great. You're rubbing elbows. For you, it's just your thing. It's what yeah. you do. And, but the influence it'll have on your little cousin, your nephew, your sister, your brother, just someone that's out there, that one change that you made in their world, There's a change in all worlds. Yeah. When you really think about it, because when my pastor was talking at the church not too long ago, and he was telling the story about how you can't save everybody. A lot of people try to save everybody, but you can't save everybody. And then he tells the story of there was a, a bad storm, and all these sand dollars washed up on the beach or it's just sand dollars, I mean, uh, starfish on the beach, and they're just dying, right, because they're on the beach. But there's little kidneys just throwing in, picking up the starfish and throwing them back in, throwing them in, throwing them in. Man and a woman, a couple passing by, they see this kid, they say, you can't save them all. What are you doing? Yeah. You give it up, kid. The kid grabs the starfish, throws it Save that one. Save that one, too. Save that one. Save that one, and he just keeps doing it with a smile on his face. Now, the whole message there is, even though we are told that we can't save them all, some of us really understand by saving one, we do save them all. Because you don't know what cause and effect that one is going to have on others.
0: Like, I might not be able to get across through you, but if I got across through him, he might be able to get across.
1: Exactly. And it's like, you never know. It's just because... People say that you can't, it doesn't mean you just stop there and, okay, yeah, you're right, because it's nice for the challenge of ourselves to, to tell ourselves, I'm going to rise to the occasion, and if I can't do it, then yeah. life will really show me that I can't. But, man, you surprise yourself. Man, I, I get surprised sometimes all the time when I'm like, I'm just going to do this, 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 and that. No, man, it can't be that easy. It really can't be that easy, man, just to go do this, that, and the other, right, and get it done, because you'll have others trying to formulate these these scientific freaking equations on just getting their goals done, and you're like, all you got to do is this, this, that, and the other, man, why are you fucking making it so difficult, just do this, this, it can't be that easy. Uh, sure enough. But it
0: fucking is.
1: But it Bro, is. Bro, I'm so glad you're saying this. But it is. I had this conversation
0: a couple days ago with one of my friends about everything that's happening with me right now. We grew up listening to GT Garza. Mm-hmm. We grew up listening to Gold Toast when he was rapping, South Park Mexican, everybody that's you know out here making music. Mm-hmm. And I would always tell them, because I I, used, I started when I started, I started making music. And I would tell them, like, one day I'm gonna work with them. One day I'm gonna work with yeah. them. Ah, you crazy, ain't no way. No, one day I'm going to work with him. And then you had the group you that. you started
1: manifesting it just by saying what you wanted.
0: Yeah. It's that easy.
1: Just by saying what you want. That's, that's where it begins. Yeah. Because as much as you say you want it, your mind will also know that something's got to kick in other than just saying it. the discipline behind it of, all right, well, what does it take to get that that you just asked for, wanting in your life? Yeah. A couple of phone calls, a couple of. You know, conversations, some finance. And before you know it, boom, there you are. And then it doesn't even take that at all. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a mere conversation. Hello? Can you? You can. Great. We'll see you then.
0: Yeah. That It's,
1: I mean, it's just that simple. Yeah. Que like, no hablan, no lo oyen. Que no hablan, no lo oyen, yeah. That's true. Oh,
0: yeah, no. man. And, and, and obviously, uh, ha- having that um, support, you know, whether it's from your family, from whatever, that also helps. Uh, so, in, in that aspect, money
1: support, looking at yourself in the mirror, telling yeah. yourself that you can, you will, and then you go do it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you're the only one you got. You got you.
2: Yeah.
1: I've just found that as much as I, I've got my family, I've got my loved ones, I've got certain people in my life, um, I have to have myself. First and foremost, before anybody can hold me down, yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that. Uh, I think I think some people we just have it the other way around. We think it's this, that, and the other with others, and it's really about ourselves. That that really self. um, So what's what I'm looking for? um, Self reflection. Just having that self reflection and the awareness of who you are. What you're trying to do, what you're trying to get accomplished, what you're trying to become, and always realizing what people are seeing you as. Yeah. Cause that, that you're already three people. You are who you want to be, strive to be in life, or how people see you as. It's like
0: I never thought of it that yeah, that's dope. You're, you you so, are three people yeah.
1: It's just like man, when you know some people call you bullshit, but you know you're not. Yeah, cause you remain true to your, your true person and character in life, and you just walk that way. Yeah, and a lot if you if you notice, I think the reason you get a lot of things done is like cause you're just moving with purpose, bro. You know that you have a purpose, and you know that you're moving with that purpose. You're here to get shit done. You're here to get stories told out there. You're here to hear what others have gone through, so that we can share that story, hoping that it affects somebody else. And because deep down inside we know that pain is a gift. Yeah. Uh, we bro. hope Bro. Gems, bro. We're just hoping that not everybody's walking with the same pain. Yeah. Because some people probably are walking with it. The same pain. Like, two people die of a heart attack, but they're going to die different. We can both die of a heart attack, but we're going to die different. We're not going to die the same. But yeah. Because people think they're on that same walk. And, and we all are. We're we're all on a on a walk. Um, some people just walking dead. Yeah, inside, bro. Yeah, I, and they don't realize that because that pain has already made them bitter. Yeah, uh, and pain shouldn't make you bitter. It should make you better.
0: It's um, whenever my dad passed. One of my uh, friends at the time, he told me that he's like, andas tranquilo, andas tan tranquilo." And I was like, "Bro, my dad, my dad prepared me for this. Like, he wasn't sick or anything, but mentally, he would always tell us." The day will and when it like no se raje cabrón. Like he would always tell me, like it's it's gonna happen, and I was like, it hurts inside. I'm like inside, I'm I'm fucked up. Yeah, but bro, I remember when my brother passed. My dad told me this. He was like, you can be crying, you can sit there and cry all day, all year. He's pero mijo, el mundo sigue.
1: Now, if you really want to do something for that energy that you're remembering and feeling the pain about, you tell yourself. Cause I've, I've, I've been losing people as long as I can remember, man. And it's funny because it's funny to think that, wow, I've been living for everybody else's energy because man, God not had dreams. He had ambitions. I want to live for his dreams and his ambitions. So I give to that energy. Where does that energy go? I wonder people always ask. Well, that's where it's at. You, yeah. You've absorbed it. You're taking it on. You're saying, "I'm gonna live for my for my loved one." I'm gonna. They had dreams. They had aspirations. To do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see to it that that gets done. And there we are. We're moving with the energy of love. And we're getting it done, and that can confuse us because we think we're doing right. But are you living for your energy? Did you forget about you and your dreams yeah. and your aspirations and what you want to do? All right, I'm going to put that first again. I'm going to look at that person in the mirror and say, me. Man, now your energy is a different onda of energy because you know you're doing for you and you have the energy of your ancestors and your loved ones. And
0: now you're moving different, You don't understand, bro, that this interview was supposed to be completely different. But having this conversation with you is like bringing me... A couple months, and again, I'm gonna get personal. People, people don't know shit about me besides the JVAS they see, right? But, mm-hmm. but here we are. So a couple months ago, again, my dad passed. My mom's older, so I feel like I'm the one that got to take care of my mom. So I'm there for my mom. And in my back of my head, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get a job because this is this is what I need to do, right? And I forgot about me. I forgot about what I wanted what I wanted to do in my life, the career that I've invested since I was 16. I'm 35 now.
1: You didn't forget what you did was just uh, put it on the back burner because you put everybody else's needs first yeah. for four years. So it's not that you forgot about it. You just realized that you weren't going to be selfish with your energy and you're going to use your energy to give to the loved ones that you have there and make sure that they're safe and they're secure with what they need to see. Because yeah. if you deliver that... They're gonna know that Jay Vaz is good right now, cause mijota sin lo que tiene que ser. Yeah, but then they'll realize, damn, a change has happened. Or oh, there's real, there's a definite change. He didn't do it just for me. He was doing it because that's how he was coping. Yeah. And then you realize to and, show him the light again. And
0: then I had that, like you said, that conversation with myself. Yeah, bro, is this really what you want? Like hell, nah. You mean to tell me you've been involved in the music since you were 16 and you I don't know where you're just gonna be like, you know what? Fuck everything I've built, every relationship I've had. I'm just gonna work.
1: That's when you took a good and, look in the mirror again. said, yeah. so here we go again, one more time. And here we are. And here we are.
0: Episode number two of a brand new show. Yeah. Shots out to GT Garza, because GT? Bro, like a lot of people don't know. GT has changed my life multiple times. When my dad had just passed, I was done. I was like whole year without podcasting. Here comes GT Garza. Hey, I need an interview. We're about to do Brown by Honor. I need the interview. I was like, bro, I don't even got a studio no more.
1: Shit, we can shoot it anywhere. Figure it out. Yeah. I need you, dog. Made
0: it happen. And again, he don't know this, but all this was happening. What I just told you about me just trying to get a job, get out the way. And then he hits me up. Hey, I got you a deal with uh, GT Distribution. Let's make this shit happen. And it's like, okay. Again, conversation with myself. Hey, this is what you've been working for. This is what you want. Let's make this shit happen.
1: Because the world will we'll give you what you what you're worthy of. You're going to be given your destiny. Period. Your destiny's already been written. Yeah. Your life's been written. Now, I'm gonna say your life is a great life, but we always want to do something different with it. Yeah. And and you'll put your little road bumps. You'll put your walls. You'll put your walls. We do that to ourselves. Just got to get out of the way of who we are and how we're moving. And let that natural, pure energy of love and light—it'll it, move us, man. Yeah, it'll move us, right? So you—you you made the comment, yeah. And and I know we we're probably gonna go elsewhere in different conversation, but I like to just let that energy of uh, just be as organic as it can be. Yeah. Um. I picked up bodies for three and a half years in Travis County, in Austin, Texas, for the medical examiner's office before I was ever an actor, before I was ever a stuntman. I was working in radio and I was moonlighting, picking up bodies. Sometimes I'd have to just leave a CD playing for two hours while I went and did the pickup and dropped off the the, the energy over at the medical examiner's office. I did that for closure in life. I picked up over 500 bodies in three and a half years. Um, Energy, I just, I needed closure in my life with the way my dad passed away. And I've just realized that, wow, Sometimes I'll show up in somebody's life and I'll just start talking about energy, the loved ones, the ones that have left. And people will be like, man, I don't know why. But I feel like the energy of our loved ones kind of works its way through me sometimes for somebody else's being. Yeah. So they could see it and be like, damn, homeboy don't even realize what he just showed me right now.
0: And then that's what's happening with me right and now, bro. Like,
1: and like, we'll and we'll be talking exactly about the issues and situations in their life. And and I'll kinda like be oblivious to what's going on in their world, but not really oblivious because obviously we're talking about it. Yeah. I and mean, there's a reason why this is having to be conveyed in, in conversation. But uh uh yeah. I, I don't ever doubt the energy of love, bro. I stopped fighting against it. I've I've I was heavily involved in my church before I started off as Boaz. Oh, so when they gave me the character Boaz, I was like, yes, King Boaz, the book of Ruth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I'm gonna kill my brother. Ooh, what's the name of this episode? <laughs> Kiss of Judas. <gasps> oh, oh, Kiss of Judas. And that was deep for me because I'm thinking Judas loved Jesus the most, in my opinion. Yeah. All right, like, just in my crazy opinion. I have always had this onda, like, you know, Jesus was denied. Hey, Jesus, nah, I don't know. Peter, John, everybody denying it. No, nah, no, nah, I don't know. I can only imagine, man, Jesus, man, walking with 12 <laughs> disciples that they knew. They, why are y'all with me, man? Y'all are only here for Mary Magdalene, ain't you? it's <laughs> just got it on this. Uh. But they they were walking on a love revolution. They're, they're starting a whole love onda. They're being chased, persecuted. Shit's going to hit the fan here soon. Hey, Judas. What up, Jay? Yo, Jay, you love me? Of course I love you, Jesus. (laughs) You sure, Jay? Jay, I love you, Jay. I love you too, Jay. (laughs) Judas and Jesus having this conversation. I can only imagine Jesus saying, look, if you really love me, man, like you say you love me, I need you to do some shit. (laughs) You're going to have to, like, turn me in. You're going to take some money. You and the cardinal is going to get on. You got to get on, and you got to keep this love moving. And if you love me, you just got to pull a Takashi. You, know, you got to rat me out. You got to wrap me out. <laughs> <laughs> you got to rat me up. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Do you love me? I love you. I love you. And well, then do it. Go and do what must be done. All right, Last Supper, boom, boom. There he is. Love, that's Jesus. Turns him in. Takes the money, gets gone. Yeah. And the story begins. But, man, we also know what happened to Judas. Guilt got his ass. Yeah. We must have been feeling guilty, like, like, man. Like, yeah. man, I turned in my homie. I love that guy. Why How you make me do that? <laughs> ah! <laughs> 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 uh, speaking of love, man. Whenever, I whenever make you do some <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of love.
0: A, lo- a lot of these women were asking if, you, if, if, if you're single and looking. But I heard Word on the Street has it. You're in a uh, let's see if I say, if I get this term correctly, in a polymerate. Poly- polyamorous. Polyamorous, uh, polyamorous, yeah. Relationship. Um. How true is that? <laughs>
1: If I say I can neither confirm nor deny, <laughs> <laughs> you know that, that uh, uh, pinche vato, <laughs> how's he doing that? But I've heard some of my friends say, this guy's got figure it figured out. He's got his wife and his girlfriend. How the fuck does he do that? I don't know either, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either, man. They say keep your, op- your options open. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I heard about you, bro. <laughs> Crystal popping girl, you messed up, ma. <laughs> and I know you don't like no little man like, like Boaz. Boaz had to be a bozote. <laughs> a bozote. And if he was, uh, if Boaz looked more like Pote, I'd be like, hey,
2: Crystal.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, so, we're on the street, these this. Look, the Boaz army, the fans, the Susianas. Cause there's a lot of Sianas Sousianas out there, bro, and I love that there are boys like that. Um, Ladies, I love you. JT Campos one mm. on Instagram. It goes down in the DM.
0: It goes down in the Find out <laughs> yourself. He
1: Ask me yourself. Don't be shy. Don't
0: be shy. <laughs> uh. Man, a, hey, things are gonna change with KP. This man is spinning gems
1: right now. Yeah, KP, I, I got you, girl. He's coming around. He's coming he's around. He's coming around. Don't never do uh, that shit again, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: it was it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Shout out to KP though. Shouts out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um You had crystal blue skies, bro, and you let that shit fucked go. Fucked it up, right? Yeah, you fucked it up. Fucked up God
0: damn
1: <laughs> Swear, man. Only yeah. your face mom could love. I was
0: I was not aware of keeping my options available. So I was sticking to one option and that oh, option
1: Oh man, that, you ain't even talking to that option I ain't no even more. talking to that option. <laughs> <more>. <laughs> <laughs> that became the ops. <laughs> yeah. So fuck definitely fuck that up. Um but Man
0: you know, it is what it is. But but yeah.
1: Better you than me.
0: Speaking <laughs> 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 So,
1: <laughs> Better you so than I gave me, bro. um
0: so I gave my flowers to the people that looked out for me here recently, me and and, and everything. One thing that I wanted to ask before I completely forget, I know you had talked talked about this in uh American Cholo. Shouts out to them. Very uh, much love, Gil. Whenever you you, you would say you were hoping, I believe her name was Miss Chapa, you were hoping I got a hold
1: of her. Did she show up that day? Uh, no, but I talked to her on the phone, and I scheduled... She's in Colorado now. She's got a theater uh, okay. school out there. And, uh, yeah, we talked, and she was like, Oh, my God, I never I never knew. And I was like, Nah, girl. Like, I was like, Nah, girl. Nah, girl. girl. <laughs> like, nah, nah, Chapa? girl. <laughs> nah, Chapa. I said, Ma'am, you, you have no idea, though. And, and, and you know what? It's not that she didn't have any idea. I just wanted to reiterate to her that the the, the the love and the trust that she has in what she does for her community and her work had to cause an effect and, and it affected me beautifully and just caused me to just want to do great things. Uh, she believed in me. yeah first one to say like you can do it I and mean, you can do it good and that's all that's all we need man some of these kids. Especially today. These kids today, like, just running wild and crazy and rampant. And I, they, just, they just want the attention. Yeah. They don't even care how they get it. And that's just to say that they want the attention. They want to be seen. They want to be heard. They want to be felt. And sadly, they don't care how they get that. Real ones, some of these beautiful, beautiful uh, children... They're going about it the right way. They're putting in the time and the studies. They're really getting involved with nature. Some of these are just really letting that energy of their spirituality be. Uh, it's like they're spiritually contemporary. Yeah. They're not pushing a religion or anything. They're just preaching on love, and that's a that's a beautiful thing. The other stuff, I don't know why it's happening. I just think the world's really hurting now, and people don't have the proper role models. Some of us have grown up without role models. We we didn't have our moms. We didn't have our dads. You know, the the family seemed to be broken and dysfunctional. And I think all I can say to that right there is I'm sorry if that was the situation in your world. I just want to know, though, did you have love? If you had love given to you in your world, whether it was from an aunt an uncle, a grandpa, somebody somewhere else because you didn't have mom, dad, or whatever the situation be. If you had love, then you had everything. And that, that, that's still important to keep in mind. If you had love, then you had everything. If, and if you didn't have that and you had to find it on your own, well, be glad that you can put your damn boots on, lace them up, and walk on that on your own and yeah. find it on your own. Because, shit, we come into the world by ourselves, we're leaving by ourselves. leaving by ourselves, so everything that we get is a win. Whether it's a pain in the ass of a situation and feeling, or, you know, they say it, uh, what is that? James 1, verse 5 and 6 whatever worries and woes you get, I'm, I'm like roughly translating, whatever the bullshit you get, be joyful of it, uh, you know. Yeah. Which means, like, when we lose our loved ones or we're going through that, be joyful of it. Yeah, you can be angry that your loved one's dead. You can be hurt. You can be pained. But they say be joyful for everything that comes your way. Uh, on what frustrates you, go ahead. Give it away to the higher power of energy, man. It probably ain't yours anyway. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm on a different vibe these days, like, totally. I, I always used to just RPM high. I, th- I think I still RPM high, but it's definitely at a different. What, what
0: what made that transition in your mind to 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 go from living like that to you know slowing down and appreciating things more?
1: I've always appreciated stuff, but I've appreciated it fast. Like, oh look at that, look at that. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right, awesome. But now it's like I really just I feel my mortality, bro. So I just feel my mortality. I'm not gonna be here forever, and um. I just really want to take time to just really say I love you. Yeah. Uh, hey, I love you. It doesn't work that good when you're just in a hurry with the with it. So I just really want to take time and be there for what I can. Really give people their moment to to be heard and and acknowledged. And hopefully somewhere along the line, they can do the same for someone else. Passing and, out, yeah. And and we can get back to just being. What we grew up seeing. Because, man, it's crazy to think that we're, we're looking back like, man, just three years ago, the world was different. And it was. Before COVID, boy. It just was- three years ago, it was different. Man, um, yeah. And then you go back five years from that, uh, and you started seeing the shift of, of crazy happening. And you go five years back from that, and you're like, man, families were there. Grandma's held the glue of the family. Yeah. Your grandma was the glue of families, or you had somebody that was around for a long time that was the 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 glue of of that familia. And if you go five years past that, you start thinking, man, what well, is great times we're in? What happened? Yeah. Where did we fall off? Like, and why did we fall off? Why do we have to be so? It's just crazy times we're in, bro. The yeah. world is really hurting. Uh, you can see everybody. And and, and and I apologize if I've ever said anything in the past that has made somebody feel like I did not like them. Um, I was with American Cholo at Gil, and I remember when I was talking about the trans, I got a lot of... Uh, they told me some shit like I was just slashing and... and um bashing on all of them. I just want to be specific, man. Like, the sexual predators, men, that now want to identify as female. There's a loophole in there that they're trying to get out of somewhere. And then they still want to violate and do some stupid shit. That little minority, majority of trans, those are the only ones I have a problem with. I get that. I get that. Not all trans are going to have the issue of of ah oh, they're mentally unstable. I'm not gonna say that. But that majority right there, that little majority minority area of uh, okay, you sexual predator, and now you're trying to identify as this and you're trying to do that. I see you. I see your bullshit. Yeah. And I'm calling it bullshit on your shit. On on this. That specific freaking uh, uh, little demographic, right there, that little that I'm <laughs> right there, culeros. right there. Everybody else, I'm sorry if y'all thought that I was just bashing on that. I, I don't. I just want to like clear that shit up because uh, I'm tired of hearing shit. I'm being told that I just don't get it. I I do. I get it. I get that. Sometimes what you're doing right now, you feel lost. There's this and the other crap happens. And now I want to identify as something different. And fine, to each his own. I just want to say, why don't you look in the mirror, though, and really go to the core of what is bothering you. Uh, and identify with that first. Sure. <laughs> That's it. just identify with that first before you say I'm going to do something different and go somewhere else with the identities of things. Uh, and I'm not a therapist, so shit. Um, hell, I, I need therapy probably. <laughs> That's why I smoke, damn it. I need therapy probably. But uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm doing me. I'm unapologetically me. And I'm full of love, life, laughter, and, and I believe in unity. Unicorns. <laughs> Unicorns. Unity, unicorn, and, and good gas. <laughs> good uh, gas. Texas, you need to legalize already, fucking Texas, damn it.
0: Texas ain't going to do it, man. It's too much money here down south to it's, do it illegally and to do it legally. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's easier to make a million dollars illegally than legally. Yeah. Yeah, I can't comment or deny
0: <laughs> No comment on that. We're going to move on from that. We're going to move on from yeah, that. What was your next question, <laughs> So let's talk about, let's talk about uh, something that happened last night um, mm-hmm. on the news. I, I believe I'm not 100% familiar with everything that's going on, but I, my understanding is first it was a writer's strike that was going on, mm-hmm. and last night it became an actor's strike. Can you talk to us about what's going on and how that's affecting you and how how that could affect you in the
1: future from uh, in your career, man, to talk about it, everybody's gonna be mad. Mm. If I started telling them how, well, shit, I can be mad all day. I could be mad because they made me join SAG. I can be mad because they wanted you in a union. I could be mad at a lot of things. I could be mad thinking that productions did me wrong and different didn't pay me outright. Uh, I can be mad and think that, oh, they were cutting corners and saving money by not paying me to give money somewhere else to someone else. Uh, because that's what's happening in the industry. I mean, all of that that I just gave examples of being mad about is exactly what's happening. Somebody else is getting financed, put in their pocket. When the digital streams came, you know, it's just like with the music. When the, street, yeah. when the music started streaming, ah. Artists ain't even being able to get their pennies on the dollar anymore. Yeah. Uh, same thing happening with film because it's streaming that way. I mean, as I said earlier, can you imagine not being on the Alamo? I, I can't even imagine never been given an opportunity to just, you know, work six months in all crazy weather from hot to, to super cold. I mean, we had a freeze that year. Um to not be given that opportunity to just be there, because AI would have, like, oh, that, would have, that would have sucked. Um, so AI is becoming kind of like the Spotify. AI, yeah, AI is dangerous.
0: And, and the reason I'm I saying that— I can understand
1: where they say it's great and whoop de doo uh, technology is always going to advance. Look, change is one thing that we all need. Yeah. Change, change is forever constant. That's the one thing we can we're guaranteed. It's going to happen. Change comes. Uh, hopefully, changes for the better happen before just change comes. Because I mean, they say change is always for the better. I just don't know how true that is sometimes, especially looking at things now uh, and understanding that. Man, you know, as an actor, they say starving actor for a reason. Some actors, if you're an actor and you're trying to do your shit, I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all, you keep a job, y'all, keep a real good job. That pays you. And, and you're not going to worry about where your, your finance is coming from. Make sure your job is flexible with you chasing this other dream. You know, that they're going to give you a day off to, to go audition or give you the opportunity to go audition and give you the days off if you get that audition and and, and now you got the part X amount of weeks or months or whatever go by. Make sure that you got the the relationships with these people that you're working with that will give you that time to to go. I want to thank my boy Ismael Garza out there uh, um, fucking ish fucking ish my homeboy man uh, I was a manager at a call center I was a, a recruiting manager I had to go put these signs down come work at a call center blah 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 I worked years at a call center bro Years, years at a call center. Hi, my name is Joseph Thomas Campos. I'm calling on behalf of your Texas Department of Public Safety Officers Association. That guy. I'm that guy. And uh, I'd go put these signs down, and I remember Ish telling me, like, look, bro, we just get people through my door. I don't give a shit how you do it. I just need people walking through the door, filling out an application. You don't got to worry about who gets hired. You just need to have them walk through the door. You fucked up when you told me that, ish, because I'm going to make everybody walk through your door, bro. I'm going to make sure you get tickets for me posting up signage. (laughs) I'm going to saturate the city with our signs, and you're going to get a ticket. Uh, If you get a ticket, you're going to know I'm doing my damn job. You know how many times my damn company got tickets because I was saturating (laughs) the city, posting up at the bus stops, doing, man. Yeah, he gave me that job, and... Said I could chase mine. I would, I would, I would take care of my daughter during the day while my wife went to work. And when my wife got off work, she'd take care of the baby, then I'd go to work. And during the day, when I take my wife to work, we only have one vehicle at the time. I'd take her to work. I'd have Miha with me. I'd go clock in. Go straight home, take care of the kid. Clocking in, right? I'm clocked in and I'm at the house. Cleaning at the house, Mr. Mom and shit. As soon as uh time to go pick up the wife, clock out. Take her home, then I get to work. All the hours I was clocked in, I gotta I gotta put back those hours. Yeah. But I put back those hours at night, do my thing, and you just find a way to do what you gotta do. And when people are there in accordance with you and they understand what you're doing and how you got to move. Sometimes that's all you need. That's the, that's the support. That's the group. That's the family. Those are the ones that believe in you. And I recognized that years ago. And thank God, because when you realize it's just the ones that got your back, that makes all the difference in the world. That's the that Those are the Miss Well, Patting you on the back saying, I believe in you. Yeah, I know you got it. Go do it. Uh, and 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 I've just always needed that. Yeah. I think we all need that. We all definitely need that cuz and, and it's crazy cuz once you get that little bit, you're always going to keep testing yourself, bro. Your next interview is going to be bigger. Your next one that's going to be greater. And and you're going to be touching more people than you did the last time. Yeah. You know, Dalai Lama style. That,
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me up and no, no, no. I was like yeah yeah I was like no wait a minute yeah yeah no
1: no 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 making sure y'all listening cabrones uh,
0: fuck me up I was like yeah yeah <laughs> nah man you he can keep that <laughs> We ain't gonna go down that route.
1: <laughs> oh, dolly mama, dolly mama, <laughs> dolly mama.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm a dumbass. Uh, making uh, y'all laugh is what I do, man. I have fun with that. Yeah, mm.
0: man. Speaking of making people laugh, um, out of the characters that you've had throughout your career, has there been a favorite one? And have have you have I'm not familiar with if you've done comedy like, like comedy uh, movies or shows, but ha- have you been down that route as well or, or not? I've been writing a lot of stuff. The,
1: the best one that I got right now, mijo, is my, is my abuelito. <laughs> I got my abuelito. I think about my abuelo. God oh, damn it. He, he was a son of a bitch. He was a son of a bitch. I like this guy right here. You don't want to know what I'm doing. I got Parkinson's disease from the language. Uh, <laughs> if you gotta get a disease, I think Parkinson's be the one.
0: Be the one,
1: <laughs> especially if you're a horn dog like me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's
0: gonna work wonders for oh,
1: you. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i have dirty old, dirty old grandpa. Probably one of my favorite characters. I've been writing, man. I wrote a. I was a Mormon growing up. Uh, I was Mexican Mormon, more Mexican.
2: Mormon.
1: <laughs> Got kicked out of a Mormon church for for making one of the one of the daughters of somebody that was in church do something with me. When we did it at church and pinches mexicanos. Get those damn Mexicans out of my Mormon of church. Here. Mexican Mormon. But he's more Mexican. Get him out of here. <laughs> Pinche Cochino. Yeah. I got kicked out of church years ago. Fucking. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Cochino, y'all. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucio. And Come as on. he said, if y'all want to find out, hit the DMs. that simple, he said. Yeah, it's that simple. I'm a... Um, I'm happily in a relationships.
2: <laughs> <laughs> relationships.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, polyamory, man. This was crazy. You know what? I think that I don't even have the polyamory figured out. Um, that word is too big for me, too. Uh, but I know that when you're in love and when you accept love, you appreciate the love that's given to you, and you appreciate the fact that you can give love back. And with love, remember, you need communication. Yeah. A lot of communication. Communication is key to humanity, and uh, without it, we're doomed. So I'm just wanting to articulate better and really just speak with, with with my heart and with my words properly so that there's no misinterpretation of anything I'm trying to share and convey to someone. Yeah. That's it. Communication, so. Communication. So, like, yours are important.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Appreciate that. Um, So, with everything that the strike is going on and stuff, can you continue to write? And can
1: you continue to do stuff independently? I'm going to do me, yeah, man. I mean, SAG. I'm sorry, SAG. I got you. I stand with you all. But at the same time, I'm going to continue to do me. I'm going to write. Nobody's going to, oh, just because the SAG's there, I can't do this. No, Bullshit. I'm a writer, too. I'm a producer. I'm a director. I'm an editor. I'm a, I'm a fucking creative. Yeah. And with the strike happening, whoa, damn, I'm even more inspired to tell stories now. Excuse me if you're trying to tell me, okay, right now while the strike is going on, turn this shit off and don't talk about this. or that. No. I'm going to talk about the injustice of of what's going on because the world is being bullied. There's a lot of bullies everywhere. And a lot of bullies in different forms and shapes and sizes and industries. And we're just dealing, the world's sin the bully. I mean, shit. Y'all saw Harvey Weinstein. Y'all know Jeffrey Epstein. We know the bullies out there. We know the bullshit. You yeah. know, they always say the music industry and the movie industry, it's, it's, it's set up by a bunch of bullshit people out there. Um I'm gonna say I can neither confirm nor deny whether I've ever seen some of these bullshit people. But you know, when you see bullshit, you either make sure you got a good pair of shoes on so you can kick that shit, walk through that shit, or beat that shit down. Either way, you're prepared. Yeah. You got a good pair of shit kickers on. <laughs> good pair. <laughs> yeah. You go kick that shit. Deal with that shit. Dust that shit off and keep moving. Yeah.
0: Um with every everything you've been through in your career, bro, your career and your life, what do you feel as of today has been your biggest accomplishment?
1: My kids, that's the best thing I ever created. The best thing I've ever been called is dad. That's the best title I got. Everything else can suck the tip. <laughs> yeah (laughs) Yeah. sorry bro it's like the best thing I got is is my kid um, family man that's the best thing I've ever definitely been appreciative of having especially with 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 the more I do and the more I see I know why I do all that I do that because I want to give to my family I want to see to it that my family has what they need and yeah that's been the that's been the greatest accomplishment Uh, And just uh, the fact that I could create, that's just, you know, they ask some artists like, so what do you do to keep creative and keep doing? It's like, man, living. As long as I'm taking a breath, bro, and I'm waking up every day, I'm going to have something to write about. I'm going to have something that's going to trigger uh, uh, an emotion that's going to trigger a creative inspiration of thought and... I'm just, I'm able to keep, yeah, I'm able to move like that. Yeah. And music, man, I don't even know why I started doing, you know why I started doing music? I started doing music when I was working on American Crime, because they were going to do a whole, I thought it was going to be in American Crime even more than just the pilot that they had me in. So I ventured out and said, I'm going to make some music. Yeah, this is great. This is badass. Realized not too many people were like, ah, you're an actor, man, fuck off. Type kinda of shit, attitude yeah. it felt like. Uh stopped for a little bit. And then boom, I meet uh, little T on, on uh I I meet Snow the product, Little T on, on Queen of the South. Yeah. Like, man, man, yeah, if she ever hit you up, better not fuck no. up. <laughs> right? mm, sure. hey, I learned my lesson. I, I learned Snow, my lesson now. I think Snow is so fucking hot and sexy and gorgeous and she's got this amazing light about her that just she's a badass man yeah so when I saw Snow I'm like fuck I gotta do music again yeah 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 I gotta do music again why not boom end of season two I meet uh <coughs> Carlos Alvarez. San Antonio Texas he's uh, a badass fucking Carlos man wrote a song uh El Rey Boas by Alto Mando like a corrido. Yeah. A badass little fucking song. It was the first thing I did. Then I linked up with this cat out of uh, San Antonio and pushed his music all over the place. Then I realized uh, as much as I try to bless somebody, some people ain't... ain't. Uh, they're not worthy of the blessings you try to give them because they got their own blessings coming.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and it's, uh, it's on somebody's higher time. You can't bless people. You can... But sometimes when you try real hard and you realize that the blessings ain't coming, it's for a reason. Yeah. It's for a reason. Some people just uh, got to still grow in, in their character development before their blessings come, you know. And, uh, yeah, man, I just started doing the music. I'm like, man, this is this is what I want to do. But I was still coming across the road obstacles where, all right, I got to stop trying to chase everybody down that I want to do music with just because, oh, I might be able to get in their studio. Or, uh, you started realizing, man, I can't just attach myself to everything. Because you still want to have something authentic and true and pure and this whole onda. Well, and I think I finally found it. I mean, I'm, I'm still working with so many amazing brothers and sisters. I worked with GT Garza, he did in the Chingonestilo for me. Uh, GT definitely, man, thank rest in peace, Big P man, because of him I met GT and uh um he just introduced me to a lot of people then because of Gt I got to see Bash and really connect with baby Bash and uh Gotos. go is like a missing link man that guy's connected from yeah. the bay to to the yay <laughs> to Miami <Yeah>. yay-yo <laughs> uh New York, Cali. Uh, he's got the pulse on, on on the industry beautifully. Yeah. And, and man, there's just so many beautiful people that I've met, man. Brothers and sisters that have just, like, pointed me in a direction to move. And I've moved with it. And, and yeah, found myself in Corpus Christi working with the Dusty, those homies. On Is that like the handle music? It's my Juana song, my Juana, Juana Maria Juana. Um, I'm a big old cannabis activist A Big old cannabis smoker Cannabis saved my life um, And now it's like I don't need to be high But I need to be healthy yeah. Because cannabis has those endocannabinoids uh, And we, we're an endocannabinoid And the receptors they just Cannabis basically goes in your body Realizes what it needs to do To re- repair it and, and heal it And then it takes over yeah, I think I like that. I've been smoking since I was 10 years old. I'm 50 years old now. I've never not really not smoked. Um, I saved my life, man. It's crazy. So crazy on so many levels. So, Texas, please hear the pop. Hear the sound of your head popping out your ass and let's, let's legalize this kind it's of It's about distress. time. Please, damn it. Please. It's, it's medicine. Right now, with the way cannabis is being being accepted more so uh, now than it ever has, I feel like I'm a dog at the dog park, and I'm not, and not, and I'm not allowed to play. Like taking your dog to the yeah. dog park and not letting him play. Yeah. There's dog parks all over the place. I'm at the dog park, but I estoy plus out. You can't play Yeah, I can't play. <laughs> I can't play. Why? Uh, I'm from Texas. Oh, from I'm Texas. a Texas dog. <laughs> Uh, Fucking Texas, dog.
0: Speaking of music in Texas, man, I see you, you You linked up, and I've seen you in a lot of his music videos. Uh, Louis Evil. Oh, damn, I say his own name. Louis the Singer. Louis the Singer. Shout out to my boy, Louis. <laughs> boy, I'm yeah. over here talking about old oh, Louis. Uh, Louis the Singer. I see you popped up on a, lot, a lot on his music videos, man, and been, like been, lot, man. been supporting him. Um, <laughs> and, and that's something that I wanted to... Emphasize on the fact that <laughs> that you know you've created your career and, and now you're showing love and supporting those you know the the younger generation that's up and coming and I think that's pretty pretty damn cool uh, f-, you know for for somebody to do uh, yeah. but and I started seeing you pop up on his videos I'm like oh that's dope as shit like no that, cool. Louis
1: Louis I've seen Lou I, I I um let me just say this in the sense of, of being understood. I can relate to the pain this guy walks with, totally. I see, I see, same shades of pain that I walk with, that he carries, and I'm like, I get it. I got you, bro. I got you. Simple as that. And uh, I said, I asked him a while back. I was talking to Chris Detroit. I was like, bro, I want to do this, that, and the other. What's up? You and Louis been doing this, that, and the other. Just give me Louis' number, bro. Let me talk to Louis. Boom. Hey. Can we work on something or what, bro? We said we we're gonna work on something when I met you at Bash's place. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to Fort Worth, so and so, so and so. I'm there, bro. Drove to Fort Worth, got in the studio, and he was like, we're gonna work on something. I said, what are we gonna work on? I wanna work on something controversial, bro. I want something like, like, I don't know, bro. You know, come come fuck with me, you know, come, come something, you know. And we start talking about the flag. Go, come and take it, Flagg yeah. Gonzalez. All that. Yeah, some shit like that. Like, come and fucking take it, man. You know, let's do something. Let's, let's find the beat. Let's find the beat. We'll put some beats on. And the first beat that he puts on, I like that. We're not going to hear another one? Nah, I say this one's it. Texas boots, Mexican roots. Uh, hey. All right, all right, all right. This was up. Fuck it. And I felt like, I've been told many times, like, Garnab, JT, you got an energy, bro, It just helps me. Boom. And I, I might be stuck trying to do something, but if I'm the muse that helps spark a whole onda, yeah. great. You know, because you already got some fucking amazing talent, man. If it's just easy easy for, oh, wait, thanks, Garnab, right there. Boom. Ooh, And you're moving, it's going to keep going like that. So there yeah. we were, back and forth that day. Just moving with the ondas and I'm like, damn, bro. This is fucking dope. Come and take it. Come and take it from me. El pistolero. Yeah. Gangster vaquero. <laughs> and Louis looking at me like, dude. <laughs> Get in there and do that shit. All right, boom. But what I really appreciate from Canal is like the way he embraced me, bro. As much as you say, I embraced him. He embraced me, and was like, "Come on in, dog. Come and get it. Let's eat." And next thing you know, hey, you can come on out here. We're gonna shoot the music video. We're shooting two versions. It's like, What the fuck do you mean we're shooting two versions, bro? He's like, "Yeah, I only kept the English for the first part." You know, you know. Well, they call us a lot of things, except the names that are yeah. true. What happened to red, white, and blue? Right? I'm like, damn. What what, what happened to the, to me singing, Pistoletto shit, Gangster Vaquero, all that. And he's like, that's gonna be another video. We're shooting two videos a day. That's the remix. I said, what? <laughs> uh, you didn't tell me this, bro. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like to say, you know, not everybody's gonna know what I'm doing, Di I'm like, okay, I could respect that, because I'm in you same way. You're not, not everybody's gonna know what I'm doing. Just trust that it's for my better being, uh, and it's gonna benefit you too, because. I take care of people. Yeah, same way people take care of others. So boom, that happened. And then he's talking about like, "Hey, I'm, I'm shooting this video. Come on down." And I was like, "Sure." Who's gonna be in it? Paul Wall, shut the fuck up, dog. For real, <laughs> down here. Yeah, I'm there, dog. On there. Nah, hey, 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 it's about Louis the singer, dog. I already told you. JT don't give a shit. I'm not showing up, and it's gotta be about me. Nah, dog. I'm uh, I'm here to back you up, kind of. Make a little cameo on the truck. I'm like, Let's go. Showed up, did the thing. I ride out, you know. Then uh, called me up again. He's like, I you got another video, Chris Perez? Yeah. I'm there, doc. You know, I already told you, Kanan. It's whatever you need, man. So my manager, and, and I know you're probably hearing this, boss. <laughs> but uh, I got told I need to do this, do that. I gotta sign some some agreements, accept pay, and I'm like nah, I don't need it. I'm not gonna sign any non-disclosure agreements. I'm not gonna sign the agreement to say that you can use my image. I'm not even gonna sign a contract saying exactly how much I get paid. Why? Cause I got people like SAG on my ass, telling me what I can and can't do. And I know one thing: if I don't sign any papers and I don't accept accept any cash, you can't tell me shit. I'm there in full fucking support. Yeah. I said, I'm just there in full support. And I'm lending my image in full love and support. You can't tell me I can't I can't do that, yeah. So I just show up for love, dog. You can't yeah. You can't pay me what I want. You know, love don't really have a price. Yeah. So, too much. <laughs> too, much. too much. Too much. Too <laughs> much. You probably ain't ever paid that much for love. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not even
0: on missing it. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't
1: pay me that much. <laughs> uh,
0: so uh, as far as the the acting side and uh, let's talk about both acting and the and the music side. Uh, what can we expect here in the upcoming? Year or so coming out of GT uh, J-T, JT
1: coming out of jail JT Campos uh, uh G- G- yeah,
0: I messed you
1: up <laughs> GT <laughs> GT Garza Gold Toes um what's coming out of my encampment Well I'm gonna finish the album I started with Dusty I've got like six four songs six riata ta 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 kukui. Yeah, I got I got six six songs I still want to finish, finish that little album because I've just what I got to do. I set out to do it. I got to finish it. I want to do it right. You know, some of these brothers out here telling me, hey, you need to get your images and you got to get some content, blah, blah, blah. You don't just put the song out and leave it alone. I'm like, yeah, you do. I did. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> it's like, that's I'm like, why yeah. well, I got to worry about all that, you know? I, I was making music for me anyway. I was just making it for me. My my marijuana song, Juana. Originally, I, I cannabis activist. I just wanted to make a song that I was gonna vibe to. That was gonna be in my documentary. If it was gonna have visuals and any content behind it, it should have had my documentary, uh, not like a music video. Yeah. I, mean, I guess that's how come I never made a music video. Like, if you had to hear why there's no visuals, that that's the reason why. Never intended it to be a, a song with music video and all this shit. It's just, this is, just, my visual should be the documentary telling you yeah. why I smoke. And, uh, you know, you need a whole, I need finance, man. I don't want to just do it with the iPhone. I don't want to do that. I want, I want proper big productions. I've written a lot of content. I've written all genres. I've got you. uh. I've got a Western musical story. I've got action, comedy, buddy film. I've got uh, your dramas. I've got a horror. I've got a sci-fi. Um, yeah, I've written some stories, man. Yeah. I've got I got a couple of stories. I can't, I wrote a freaking prequel to my character, Boaz. Boaz Tomas I, Jimenez. I was wondering, yeah,
0: there was going to be something, you know.
1: Well, I've written a prequel, Boaz Tomas Jimenez. Imagine coming up to a big old... Tombstone, and it says, Boas Tomas Menes. Que descanse en paz, el rey Boas. Pero sigue controlando los calles, Tommy. Calle. Boom. calle. Callejeros born. Yeah. And that's why Tommy Calle for the music. Yeah. Just so, so you understand where I'm moving and no story's going to be told overnight. Yeah. So... If you ever need an extra, we're extras
0: here. You know what uh, I'm saying? Please. I ain't going to jump from nowhere. I ain't going to jump from nah, nowhere. bro, I'm going to have you sh- falling off a building, <laughs> repelling. <laughs> I ain't getting uh, up after nah, that. None, <laughs> none of that. <laughs> none of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's never the
1: fall that kills you, bro. It really yeah. isn't. Science will teach you it's the stuff to stop. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> the fall never kills uh, you, bro. I learned that the beautiful way. Stuntman, Stuntman Talk 101. The fall doesn't kill you, but the sudden stop at the bottom does. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that's the. Learn so to fall one. soft. Yeah.
0: Hey, man. Um, selfishly, I just want to say thank you. Uh, the, you know, the conversation that we had was really kind of like an eye opener to me to be able to hear some of the things that I was going through. You, you confirming some of the stuff that I was like, okay, sometimes you put that self doubt in yourself, right? And you yeah. don't know if you're doing things right or not. And then to somebody, it's my first time actually having a conversation with you. And to hear you confirm stuff that I'm going through, it, it was again selfishly, we yeah, do this was for the, the viewers. You
1: needed, bro. That was your yeah. church today.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I appreciate it. And that aside, we appreciate you stopping by for the show and, and having these conversations with us. Oh, man, uh, we're looking forward you, bro. To, to everything else you got going on. Uh, what, you said Callejeros was the name of the project. That 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 callejero, callejero. callejero. And, and you know, blessings on top of man, blessings. I appreciate uh, you, man. you know, I really do ho- hoping. That this stuff gets figured out with SAG, but if that doesn't, I hope everything continues well on your end independently. Uh and it will.
1: Oh yeah, the grit um, don't quit, bro. Yeah. I, so. I got I got hustles on top of hustles. Anybody want to buy a bullet? I still got limited casings from season three, four, and five of Queen of the South. So I put crystals in it. This is one of those bullets of seven takes when I killed King George.
2: <laughs>
1: King George. <laughs> this is a King George bullet. With the tiger's eye uh, crystal in it. Yeah, I've, I've been making jewelry. I'm yeah. Getting back to making the bullets and jewelry. Uh, they're not cheap. So if you got to ask how much, just tell yourself you can't afford you it. Can't afford it. <laughs> you can't afford it. You can't afford it. And soon I'll have my my cannabis. Again, this isn't a condom. This says token. T-O-K-I-N. Come on. We're token. Platinum OG, extra loud protection. It's medicated. Here, let me show you, bro. This is, like, so cool. This is so cool. It's CBD in here. CBD? Yeah, because I'm in Texas. It's cannabis badly disguised. (laughs) CBD. (laughs) Cannabis badly disguised. Check this out, bro. (laughs) That's dope. I love this shit. (laughs) Yeah, because you pull it on, it looks like a condom. Yeah, man, my Mm. girl was pissed off last night. Why the fuck are you carrying condoms? <laughs> See, so, so this but is your, this is your brand? No, it's not my brand. It's uh, a friend.
0: Okay, you, so you're just partner up, partnering just up with I'm just sharing the
1: packaging. I'm just looking at packaging yeah. right now. I wanted, uh, I wanted a condom endorsement.
0: plan Emoji will be available soon, y'all, so make sure yeah, you guys... Yeah, that,
1: that's probably already, available. Probably that's already available. That's not mine. That's not mine. That's somebody somebody shared the packaging with me. Okay, shout-out to is. them. Uh, I just think it's genius packaging.
0: It is. It is.
1: I know. Protection. If this was a real condom, I'd be saying put protection put on protection. your erection. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Catch infection. There's a lot of sus out there.
0: Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Shouts out to them. Suces makes the world go round. Yeah, they do. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, but for real, man, I appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate, I appreciate your time, you bro. And, uh, and thank you, man. Nothing but the best coming your way. And again, make sure you guys Check them out. what, what is your, your your Instagram?
1: I'm at JT Campos One, J T C A M P O S Number One, J T One on Instagram. Go to um Title, Spotify, wherever you find music, wherever you're downloading your music. Type in JT Campos or El Dusty, y Los homies, and uh listen to the track, Juana. Juana. Marihuana. Yeah. I'm sure you'll you'll enjoy it. I mean, if you're 420 friendly, you'll enjoy it.
0: You'll enjoy it. So make sure you guys check that out as well. And thank you guys for watching. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification button. Shout out to the sponsors, La Conecta, GT Distribution, and... I'm
1: going to take at, this pillow. Go Toes.
0: He taking the pillow, Go Toes. Go man. <laughs>
1: I need a pillow on my right.
0: (laughs) Thank you guys for watching, man. Once again, I'm Jay Bass, and you're watching Texas Underground. Let's go.
1: We out.